Welcome to Grinders and Grinds. I'm Jordan. And I'm AJ. And this is episode two. Um, on episode one, we talked about uh, the most important piece of equipment. We did not once mention pants. We didn't. <clears throat> and I like to bring Breezers. this up. Breezers, right? Breezers. And this is why I like to bring this up, because right away, um, we have a lot of different words for equipment yeah. that we use. <laughs> And uh, so let's let's just go through it and start naming some stuff so people understand what we're talking about. Because I call them pants, you call them breezers. I call them breezers. I just always have, not from Minnesota or anything, but, yeah. you know, just my dad always did, and so I did. It's just kind of... Right, and when I was introduced to hockey, it was pants. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing I was told, so that's what I call them. Yeah. Um, but you can also talk about helmet, call it a bucket. Bucket, yeah, that's pretty um, much all I got for that. Yeah. Shinnies. Shinnies for his shin pads. Um, mitts. Mitts. The gloves. Right. Dirty yeah. mitts. Silky mitts. Silky mitts. Um, so yeah, just as we as we go through, right? There's yeah. lots of lingo. Twig. Twig. Stick. Right. Sometimes it costs skates wheels, even though they don't right. have them. But yeah, I do wheels. I say that a lot. Yeah, grab your wheels and your bucket. Or blades even. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just thought we'd one mention... That we didn't mention pants. Yeah, we didn't. Um, and two, mention that our lingo is very diverse. Stuff. There's right. a little diversity to it. Right. So the melting pot. Right. Do so we ever say something? Um, let us know. You can always message us. Um, I figured out how to put the link in the thing. There's like a switch, so now the link's there. That's nice. Nintendo um, Switch. <laughs> no. Oh, you don't win one. <laughs> no, there's okay. no no prize here. No prizes. Um, but Until we get prizes. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be like dope. Anybody we'll wants to send us anything? Yeah, send us stuff. Um, anything. We won't have our address for a while. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not gonna give our address out to three people. Uh, have a little party. Um. Cool. Yeah. So today we're gonna touch. We're gonna build off what we talked about in episode one. We really wanted to go into a lot of more of the dynamics, um, of certain equipment. And today we're gonna go into sticks. Sticks, my favorite sticks. Twiggies, possibly my favorite. Yeah, I'd say it's probably my favorite topic. Probably a little bit of a stick nut, but uh, yeah, I think there's plenty to talk about. How many How many different sticks have you used in your career? <laughs> Too many. Um, I remember counting one time, going all the way through, and uh, I had it was like in the thirties. Now is this is this total sticks? Yeah. Or, or, well, or different kinds. Well, different kinds. there's gonna be some that are multiples of, but for the most part, it's been you know the next model or trying something new or a different curve or they mo- they never really stayed very consistent. I think so. since I've started hockey, <laughs> I haven't used more than ten different sticks. <laughs> Since you started, oh, okay, well, like, even, like, youth and stuff, well, I grew up kind of playing goalie and jumping in and out of that, too, so it's a little skewed there, um, but when I really started, like, getting into and, and sticks. I'm, I'm talking sticks, like, that I used playing hockey, not, right. like, not, like, garage sticks. Right, and, um. The old, the old Franklin doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, the coho with the, with the plastic, <laughs> the plastic blade, blade, yeah, aerodynamic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say different kinds types if you're talking like shaft model like right. just like the whole model itself not necessarily different curves um i'd probably say 20 to 25 you know there's a couple that was that were stacked but other than that like 
I always got something new or the next model or, right. you know, so staying in the same line per se, but they always change up something little, something here and there. So, yeah, I just bring it up so that the people are aware of, of your experience versus mine and how, <laughs> a lot, how the stick, oh, a lot more the than the average, than the average, average consumer. I like I'm say. thinking like 10 in my life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, this is in the last three years <laughs> is 25. So a lot, a lot of differences, a couple of different levels, mostly on the high end, um, type stuff. I, I have dabbled in a little bit more of the, uh, um, cost friendly stuff. Right. Um, not a huge fan, but it's, you know, it, it's always good to know. It's always good to compare. So, um, I did get into it a little bit, but mostly high end, a lot of pro stock, um, so that changes a little bit, um, not too much. We can get into that when we start getting into a little bit more of the descriptors. But right. um, yeah, I have I have a decent amount of experience with the different types of sticks, and I'm really fucking picky. Yeah. So I'm not just a grab right. and go kind of guy with sticks. There's a lot of other stuff that I'm pretty grab and go with, but sticks are kind of one of those things where uh, for, it's frustrating when something doesn't even feel right. Yeah, so, yeah. For me, it's been like, what, what can I afford? And I go pretty quick. Is a right hand dumb? Yeah, right hand <laughs> dumb. That's your first mistake out the door. <laughs> and I have made a lot of mistakes. Um, and let's start with uh, flex. Yeah, the first one. Flex um, is huge. And and there's there's a lot of things that are different because um, I know some people choose flex based on performance, and other people do yeah. it based on longevity of the stick. Yeah. So I think let's start with the performance. If you're if you're going straight into hockey for the first time, you're looking at sticks. There's a lot of words on them. Yeah. So is. let's start with flex. What <laughs> what does it mean, and and how do you decide what's best for you? Yeah. Well, generally, like when I was kind of growing up and in and out of it, like I said, it's kind of a goalie and shifted back and forth. Ended up settling on being goalie for a while, so I got out of it. But the, the general rule was that you wanted the flex to be half of your weight. And it's the flex, the true, like, the definition of flex is how much foot-pounds of force does it take to flex the stick one full inch. So it, it's kind of an arbitrary number, um, like a just a referenceable, like, like, temperature, right? We just assign a number to right. temperature, not necessarily meaning that it is one thing or another, but it's a way that we can scale it that makes sense to us. And so that's kind of what flex is. There's no real, but aside from it flexing one inch, you know, there's no real definition to it because, you know, how much does your stick flex before it breaks? You know, how, you know, each one of that, like, you know, you could probably get into it, maybe do some really deep searching and find I remember, that. But uh, one of my one of my friends and it was like middle school or something did a uh, science fair project <laughs> based on and he took different flexes of sticks and added weight yeah. and saw like how how many pounds it took to to snap it interesting sounds interesting. like an expensive experiment i think yeah i don't know how they did it they must have used old sticks yeah. or something uh, but i remember them they was they were at the rink doing it interesting yeah huh yeah, my parents would not have approved of that. We always had yeah, hand-me-down stuff. Sticks, right? Yeah, always. I just always, you know. So I think that's part why I got into equipment when I started, you know, playing club hockey on my own was now all of a sudden I could buy what I wanted. You know, right. it wasn't just what was there, what was given to me or what was, you know. I had to go, I had to go, first I had to go out and get it. And then as I wanted to develop and get better and not be a greasy plug, you know, I just... <laughs> I wanted to, uh, you know, have the least amount of hindrance as possible. 
And so that's when I started getting into looking all this stuff up and trying new stuff. Because I, I never got hand-me-downs because my brother was lefty and I played righty. Uh, yeah. But I never remember, like, like looking. I just remember, like, oh, I'm, this stick's too short. I need yeah. a taller one. And, like, that's just how it went as I grew. Yeah. And then I didn't get a new one until it broke. Yeah. After that. Right. Yeah, that's, so, that was then, pretty much the case. And I always just went in and was like, I just need a stick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'd always go to, like, play it again, or what was the old one? There was an old one um, that they used to sharpen your skates at, too. They had a little card. They'd punch it. Players, Players bench. bench. Players, Players bench, bench. Yeah. yeah. Used to go in there and check them out and, you know, just go see what they had. Really, was all that we did. But And I, I stuck to Woody's um, yeah. until I got to high school. Yeah. Yeah, we did, too. We did until, you know, I mean, I had a wood goalie stick. It's pretty much all they right. make now anyway. I, there's some composite, but um, well, I guess it's mostly composite now, actually. Yeah. But, uh, you yeah. See, you still like, see a lot of wood. You do still see a lot of wood, and uh, especially, like, junior level and stuff, too, where the teams aren't buying you stuff. You know, yeah. you, you see a lot of wood, but... Um, yeah, no, we always have wood. My brother probably didn't get his first composite stick till he was maybe like a second year Bantam, you know, so from 15 years old, that's right around the same time, yeah. high school type uh, type time. So it's really all like when you really first need it, you know, now you can get lower, because they didn't make lower flex stuff, really. Right. And so now you can get, you know, 20 flex sticks for a kid that's yeah. 40 pounds, you know, yeah. and he's tiny and... and uh, so, you know, just to get him used to the feel and stuff, I kind of get it. Uh, you know, do I think it's necessary? Absolutely not. But, you know, is it a cool birthday present or a cool Christmas right. present? You know, have a wood backup and let him use that one till it breaks. Like, why not? You know, there's all kinds of different uh, off-brandish type stuff like that for the kids. And do you need to go out and get a, you know, your 8-year-old a Bauer, you know, 2X Pro stick or a Flylight? No, absolutely not. Does it change that much? No. You know, I mean, compared to baseball, would you buy your kid a three hundred dollar bat, a Demarini right. bat, for three hundred bucks if they're gonna outgrow it in a year or two? Probably not. So. Yeah, it depends. On, depends on who you are. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but uh, that's interesting. Is is the performance still there on a kid's stick? Like similarly? Yeah, I mean, you know, relatively. Um, obviously, that's not where the research and development goes into because they're not gonna be able to tell a difference. Mostly, for them, it's the look. You know, it's gonna be lighter. It's gonna be you know, more structure. well, I don't even want to say structurally um, sound, but, you know, it's going to be lighter, it's going to have the look, and a lot of it's just for the look, yeah. you know, a lot of it's for the look, it, you get a little bit of the performance stuff out there, but that's not where the research and development goes, it all, it all goes to the senior level sticks where they're moving units, you yeah. know, that's where, that's where it all um, ends up. <clears throat> let's talk about another real basic thing, right, before we get into it, uh, height. Now, now, when I first started, the very first time I played hockey, we went in and got a stick, a wood stick, and they cut it. Um, they, they did the bottom of my nose off skates and the bottom of the chin on skates. Now, is that pretty standard? Like, how, how do you... I guess, so, like, that's, that's, like, the basic level, right? That's the entrance level. But, like, yeah. how do you size a stick as you get older and, like, higher up? Like, is there is there certain things you're trying to do that that a more advanced skater would, would be looking at. You can. I mean, as you, like, realistically, like, the real, like way more you get into it, it's all about, what like, how you feel with it and, and what you prefer. Um, but as a general rule of thumb, defensemen are going to have a little bit longer, forwards are going to have a little bit shorter. Um, so, you know, if you're 
at the pro shop or at your local hockey shop and you're trying to get size for a stick, you know, jump up on your tiptoes. It pretty much simulates being on skates, you know, on, in your skates. Defenseman, you're probably going to be cutting it just under under the nose, uh, in between, like, the nose and the top lip. And then forwards, you're going to be, you know, between the bottom lip and the chin. And that little bit of difference, you know, you can try and kind of figure out on your own, you know, give yourself the, the extra length. And if you need to recut it, you can. Right. It's easier to cut more off than it is to add. Yeah, because I've noticed that before. I've had a stick that's an inch yeah. short. Yeah. And and you feel it, and you're like, oh, oh. Well, yeah, and then if you're if you're putting a knob on the top, it's another inch short, and right. you know, then it's stiffer. You know, as you cut it, as you cut those sticks down, they're they're shorter, so the you know the the stiffness increases, and there's a lot of little factors into it. But generally, that's where you're gonna want to fall is between the nose and the chin, and defenseman, uh, just because you just you generally use a little bit longer stick for poke check that was just what i grew up learning yeah, right that's whether that's too. true or not i mean look at matt zuccarello man like that right. guy uses a stick it's fucking things probably taller than he is you know it's it just like watch if you if you haven't noticed it you will now watch the rangers game look at that guy's stick it's as tall as chara dude it, it's ridiculous but it's all preference and, and what feels the best for you and um you know when you are doing that though too another portion to get into maybe lightly is is the lie of that stick right. too and you don't really have a lot of choice well, with that now ex- explain what lie is so lie is is essentially the angle of the of the blade um what when the when the stick is in like a neutral position while you're standing up on the ice so it's going to be how much blade contact is is flat on the ice because as you as you so imagine holding your stick near your thigh um, right, so it's it's the angle of the blade in proportion to the the shaft of the stick. Right. Yeah, and so you're gonna have like more or less blade contact the different lies you go, um, and it can change whether you're leaning forward or you skate more standing up that kind of thing. And it can, you know, if you feel like you have pucks coming right to your stick on the front half of that blade, and they seem to constantly go underneath it or. They, I yeah. mean, that might be something to and check your lie out. That's something that I didn't I didn't realize. Um, when I was when I was in college playing, I I bought a stick, and the passes were going through like yeah. my blade, and I was like like yeah. that hole in the blade feeling. You're yeah. Like, what the hell? And I didn't realize that I bought a different lie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it happens a lot of right. people. And it's another number on the stick. We go to like flex. There's right. a lie. Yeah, you might these, be going into the shop numbers. knowing that all, all you know is the curve that you want, or maybe right. even just the stick type, you know. And then you show up, and there's all new sticks. You don't even know. You know, they've got new names, you know, on the sticks. They've got right. new models. They've got all this other stuff, and you, you're just so overwhelmed. You don't even think about that. You don't even think about that part. And sometimes yeah. they change it, too. And, yeah, that's a, that's a tough thing for entry-level people, too, because yeah. it's – I think it's a tough thing to feel in the store. Yeah. Right? It's something right. you really only can feel on the ice as you're playing and realize it's wrong too late. Too late. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a good one to keep consistent. Um really the the easiest way to do that is to if you have one that you like figure out what that one is and keep it consistent if you don't um you know any good any good pro shop attendant or hockey store attendant would be able to get you pretty damn close now most sticks really only have two or three different kinds of lies right you know five five and a half and six you'd be really far-fetched to find anything below or above that. Yeah, and that's so, all I've ever seen. Yeah, and so the changes are very minimal, but, um, you know, the five to six can be a game-changer. You know, it can be the difference between frustration and a Gino. Right. You know? Yeah, so, another terminology. Another terminology. <laughs> <laughs> Gino is goal. Yeah. 
Apple is assist. I am score. Yeah. <laughs> Wheel snipe selling, please. <laughs> All right, let's get into the fun shit. Um, curves. Curves. Something I know wow. jack shit about. Yeah. But I know there's a hundred of them out there. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of subtleties. The fun, okay, the fun part about this, and the one I love always breaking people's little, uh, I don't even know what to call it there, their hype, I guess, about, is uh, most of those guys that you have their names on the curve, you know, Kane, you've got McKinnon, I don't know if he still has one, uh, Tavares, you know, all the big names, Matthews, Ovechkin, right. all those guys. Sorry to burst your bubble right now if, if this is the first time you're hearing it, but... Ninety nine percent of those guys don't use that curve that the name is on, and that's that's interesting because one of the points I wanted to bring up and talk to you about is, um, how like how they're named, right? Because like you walk in, you see like, like as like as I said, as I grew up, right? I just buy a new stick, and there there's new NHL players, right? So I'm buying the same curve, but now it's like it was it's the Iserman, and like yeah, now it's like whatever, right? And so it keeps changing, and um, and then between brands too. Like the the names change, so like you the, the P eighty eight is right. what I use, yeah. right? That was named the Kane. I don't know if yeah. it still is. Um, I think so. But, I think it is. But Patrick yeah. Kane's name was associated when yeah. when I got these. Those are just, just sticks I'm using now. But um, let's say you go to a different brand of stick, like the P eighty eight, is named something different. Like I know, like right. I was looking at an Easton stick yesterday, an older one, and it's like E thirty six was the curve. Yep. Yeah. And I was looking at it and I was like, this looks pretty similar to to the P88. Yeah. Um, so, so how do these companies come up with these names? How do you compare names? How do you, like, do you just have to, like, Google and, like, look it up? Like, <laughs> you can. Because um, I know, like, I ask you all the time and I hear you right. talking, like, you're just naming off numbers and shit yeah. and I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, it, it can get overwhelming and, and those are just the stock curves, right? That's right. when I'm getting into any pro stock or anything like that. Those are just, you know, P106, uh, I think. You know, all the way, like, you know, P14 to P... 92 to so p is pattern so that might you know take a little bit of p so, out of there right so just what, a little bit of guessing um are are the stick companies now more consistent with the naming like the pattern yeah so so they're a little bit more synonymous between each other now so you know a couple things that ccm and bow which are kind of like the big two now sticks are starting there's a couple of different uh stick companies out there that have some market share for sure but the big two um, you know, P88 in CCM is going to be, you know, almost identical to P88 in Bauer. Uh, I think what happened is they used to kind of keep it a little bit separate. And what they were finding were uh, it's just easier to keep it synonymous. So that way the transition from brand to brand is easier. Right. Right. So if somebody wants to leave Bauer, go to CCM, it's something that they're familiar that's what with. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, when I come to you and I'm like, right. well, I'm using the P88, like, what is it in this? Yeah. And it's yeah. different. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super into to true sticks. I probably have to do a little bit more research on those. Warrior, um, you know, I think they have a W88, which is uh, it was up until a while ago. I think it's a good draw now. Yeah. It was Zetterberg for for a while, and that that was you know pretty much the same pattern. I'm sure there's some extra you know gear nuts that would tell me no. It's a little bit different here, a little bit different there. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure it is, but you know, for all intents and purposes, they're pretty much fucking same. So, um, you know. P P twenty nine P ninety two, um, that's one of the ones that's been uh different between Bauer and, and CCM, but you know just a little change there, but it'll, you know you, it's gonna grab the same attention. Crosby, uh, used to be Ovechkin, now it's Matthews. Ovechkin's now in CCM gear, so he's, oh you know what CCM is the or P eighty eight Ovechkin 
that same cane curb, which is funny because Ovechkin's curb is probably yeah, arguably the craziest curb out there. He uses you know? that hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the harpoon. Yeah, um, catch fish with that thing. Yeah, that thing is <laughs> unreal. Um, so it, it is, uh, it, they've, they've made it a lot easier, I feel like, um, in, in recent years to be able to go from brand to brand without really having to ask too much or being able to buy that, that, that item online, I think right. is the biggest, is the biggest help there because you don't really get to ask somebody. Yeah. And, and looking at blade charts online is almost negligible. You know, and, you and can't I think really see it. That's what's cool for someone like me now who's like, have I've learned this. Like now I'm not like as worried about what, like I can, I can search, you know, flex, yeah. um, 87 or 80 yeah. or whatever. And then like P88, and then, like, I can see all the different brands and then compare right. that yeah. to, to where before it was just, like, I just... just ran. It felt like you threw a dart at the wall and yeah. it just, that it, was how I they just, picked the numbers. You'd have to yeah. go pick up the, Yeah, and I'd have yeah. to pick up a stick and, like, kind of look at it and go, is that, yeah. yeah, that's kind of close. Right. Okay, like, let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah, no, they've, they've kind of... I think they've kind of integrated it a little bit and I think it was not necessarily that they got together or anything, but I think they both just probably realized it's easier for people to go between brands if they're yeah. marketed similar, so... I think there's that. Um, curves are a ton of fun, though. Um, just uh, trying new ones. Right. Um, so, so let's talk about like what one like I guess break down like the anatomy of a curve okay. for us because um, I know you got like your toe and your yeah. heel and maybe other stuff I don't know about. <laughs> um, and then I know there's like like some they often is open toe is is um, explained. Yeah. So like. What is that? How does it? How does it like change your performance, right? Uh, like, and like for me, right? Like, so I'm using the P eighty eight. That's pretty standard, pretty mild. Yeah, yeah. It's curve, like the, right? the the true and tested, um, you know, all around curve. Right. Re- realistically, like it's you know, I, I think now more so people are kind of shifting and towards the P ninety two. No, yeah, the ninety two is really popular yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so I guess explain like how like what. What like different changes mm-hmm. to a curve do to to your performance and like why they're there and like like all of that? Yeah. Okay. So we can start with the three like in like an anatomical breakdown of a curve. It would be you know you've got essentially three parts to to the blade. Is you're gonna be your heel, your mid, and your toe. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. Um, so you're gonna have three different kinds of curves. Realistically, off of that, you're gonna have a heel curve, a mid curve, and a toe curve. And that's going to be where the majority of the definition, I don't want to say curve, because the curve implies that there's a, like a twist to the blade. Yes, in, in most cases, that's what it is, you know, mid to toe, you're going to see like an actual curve, but a heel curve is tough to explain because it's, it's almost like a wedging of that, of that curve and, and of, the, of the pattern, um, where it's just where the face kind of opens up. Um, so... With those three, um, you know, your, your big names in those, um, a heel is going to be like a, um, like a PM9 or P91A. Those are going to be the, the two major heel curves. Um, for more experienced players, um, only because learning to shoot on that, I, I guess that maybe if you learned to shoot on it, it would not necessarily need to be uh, an expert at it, but... It's just a different style in comparison to the way the game is played now. A little bit more fast-paced, 
Um, it's just harder to catch passes. It's uh, you know harder to, to aim the shot. You're going to be spending a lot more time learning that. Um, it has its advantages for sure. I mean, there's plenty of of uh, NHL superstars that use. I mean, Matt Duchesne uses a fucking a, a sand wedge. You know, essentially he's his curve is flat, and then it just open it up sixty degrees is kind of what he uses. It's it's kind of wild. I've seen it in person. It's it's nuts, but. It's it's awesome for backhands. Um, great for you know, um, kind of off balance shots. You can get that full zip on it. Uh, but it it's a I'd, I'd say it's more of like an expert curve. Um, a mid curve is going to have a deeper pocket, kind of in the mid. Now what the toe does with that is going to be different. You know, P eighty eight, P ninety two is going to be your your two major uh, mid curves. Um, you know, it's going to be really good for stick handling. Uh, P eighty eight is going to be a little bit better for backhanders. Um, and like sauce passes, stuff like that. P92 is going to be a little bit easier for quick snapshots, um, stick handling, receiving passes. Um, you know, not not quite as good on the backhand because that toe rolls over. You're not getting that full zip out of it. And finally, like a toe curve, um, you know, really the, the biggest one on the market right now is a P28. Uh, I'm sure there's some that are comparable, um, but that's the one that I'm familiar with. And, and that one's going to be most of the curve is going to be towards the toe. Uh, that one, your mid and heel are going to be pretty, pretty flat. Um, kind of giving you a little soft spot for some backhands if you if you can get them off really quick. Uh, but that one's going to be like a real shooter's curve. You're going to be really getting a full, um, you know, like a full wrist shot out of just the toe of that. Getting a lot of good zip on the puck, um, shooting in stride, quick turnaround shots. Um, you know, and I guess if you if you really develop it, you can get some pretty sweet sauce out of it too. So. I think that's like a quick breakdown of it. Um, you know, there, there's, I mean, you can go into it all day. I mean, pros go to go to special right. analysis <clears throat> places where they develop a shot and they've got an algorithm that runs and, you know, says, hey, this might be the better curve for you. You yeah. know, and, and I've seen like, I've seen like how it's made episodes where they like <laughs> show you and then yeah. they like, they go to like the, the curve room, right? And they got yeah. a wall and you just see like all these different curves just put in for yep. all these different players and like, that they just pull it out and they're like, oh, and yeah. they're just these subtle little tweaks. Yeah, Bauer has a cool thing on their website now, too, that you can buy some of the pro curves. I think some of the names are like Line A, Kane. I don't know if they... Well, Ovi's not on there anymore because um, he switched to CCM. So there's, there's a few really cool curves. Uh, Kucherov, you know, a lot of them use like a modified P92 or P28. Um, some of them are pretty fucking wild, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's really cool. You can kind of see them on there. They've got like a little 3d model thing. You can do like a full zip around and get a good look at it. So that, that's like a nice little intro. Those are, right. those ones are, a couple of them are pretty wild. Oh, the P90T, the Jamie Ben curve. CCM's oh, yeah. going to be introducing that one <laughs> as a retail curve, uh, in their next line of, of sticks, which is going to be really cool. I have a couple friends that really love that one little toe kink on the end. Um, but there's some wild ones out there. I don't know if you've ever seen like Ryan O'Reilly's curve. It's pretty pretty flat, you know, a little bit of wedgy, you know, heel curve. And then he's got like almost a 90 degree bend on the toe. Just at the very Just end. at the very tip. And so like, what's that for? Um, I, I really like toe drags. Like to what advantage? Is that yeah, like I, I think it's like toe drags, but you don't really see that guy doing that too much. I, I think honestly, like, I'm sure at one point him and his buddies put a little corner right. on it and he probably zipped a couple pass and just has used it ever since. I mean, that's kind of how yes, hockey guys are. Right, like, yeah. does it really matter? You know, maybe not. But so, I could see, like, you know, taking a shot near the toe and having that hook really grab the puck and put some zip on it. Right. You'd have to ask him. I don't really know. Yeah, and just see why why he specifically likes that. Yeah. So, 
let's say let's go back to bring it back just a little bit okay. and answer if you're like E League or your kids playing or something, yeah. you go in. How like, like what? How do you choose that? Like, what do you look for? Like, so, you walk in those. Yeah. You walk in and try and hockey, and they go, "Oh, here, like, yeah. like why? Why are you gonna suggest a P ninety two? Why are you gonna suggest a P eighty eight? Why are you gonna suggest a P twenty eight? What's yeah? The so when I was helping there? people do that, you know, if it was somebody's entry level stuff and, um, you know, E League, D League type stuff, uh, you know. First kids first time playing hockey, um, you know, I suggested I always ask kinda like where do you feel like you end up playing most of your game? Is it you playing forward or are you playing, you know, defense? And and I hate to break it down like that because hockey is so much more dynamic than just forward, back, you know, right. left wing, right wing kind of stuff. But, you know, at, at those levels that that's how you know the game. Right. It's and, like, and it's, so it's it's how much are you shooting, yeah, where are you ver- shooting from, right, exactly. what type of shot are you taking, yeah. how often yeah. are you passing, like right. where are you are your passing. Yeah, you can get into that a ton. Um, because but, I don't I don't use a different curve necessarily. I yeah. I would like to, I just don't have as many sticks. Yeah. But like I definitely um, when I when I had the option would use a stiffer longer stick on defense yeah so like my slap shots were better right. and transferred better power and I I would use a more whippy um, shot when I'm playing yeah. offense to get my sh- my wrist shots better. yeah and that comes from you know as uh, as a defenseman you know on the point you generally have a little bit more time to load up a more powerful shot yeah. it's going further you know it, it's got more distance to travel so the puck's slowing down more so you want more power out of it to have that same effect as taking a wrist and shot so, closer right, right? And, so. And, so, and so i'm talking about that from the perspective of of like flex and length though but, yeah but you're, you're saying that also like curves also curves definitely can can, a, can affect it it, right. it can affect it and it can affect the shot a lot of times the curve is going to affect like the if you're using the same mechanics so you're not changing how you shoot at all you put a different curve on the puck's gonna go to different places. Right. Um, you know, an open toe um, is gonna be a little bit higher, and to the side of, uh, to the side of, the handedness that you're shooting. So if I'm on if I'm on like the right point and I take a slap shot, um, you know, with a P eighty eight closed toe, you know, and I'm trying to put it. Say I'm trying to put it right dead center as, as I've got a tip going right or a, something as a left as a left handed shot right. Uh, a left-handed shot, correct, <laughs> and not trying to keep the confusion yes. out. Um, so as a left-handed shot, I'm on the right point. You know, I get a one-timer pass, take a shot, and I'm trying to put it right in the goalie's chest. Say, just just for shits and gigs. Okay, if I get that same pass, same shot, don't change anything else, but the but the curve change to a P92 open toe, that shot is going higher and to the left. Uh, my perspective, right? right, looking at the goalie, you know, it's going high left. So. You know that's what's gonna change is is where you know where that puck is physically gonna go off the same mechanics. Um, so you know if I'm equipping somebody in the in the shop or whatever, um, or if I'm you know checking that out, I'm I'm asking you those questions. Where are you where are you shooting from? That kind of stuff. Where do you feel like? What what curve are you using? You know where do you feel like it's going? That kind of stuff. And you know what do you want it to do? You know and you can you can tailor that. But if it's somebody brand new. You know, defense probably going to give you a P88, you know, because you don't want them going super high from the point. You want them to right. stay low, generally. A little bit easier to pass, you know, a little bit more stable, a um, little, little less wackiness going on with that curve. Now, if you're a forward, um, I'm going to say P92 because you're taking those wrist shots. Um, you know, you want the height. You want the lift. It's easier to lift the puck on that curve. Um, you're probably shooting a little bit closer. You take those shots a little bit faster. You know, you're getting that puck off the stick faster. It's it, The puck is moving faster. 
you know, all of the above. And that's just the difference between the two, realistically. Yeah. And, um, you know, I hate, to, I hate to dumb it down that much. Right, because it is yeah. a lot more complex. Right, because if you can shoot with a P92 from, from the point and you can figure that out, it, it, I, I say go for it because you're only adding to your arsenal. If you can right. control that shot, now you've got that shot plus the wrist shot if you take it in close, you know. So um, we're, not to say that you don't have that with a P88, it's easier with a P92. My opinion, I guess. I mean, yeah. You know, there might be people that you know think otherwise, but no. it's, I mean, it's a debate. That's what this all is. You know, there's right. no, there's no right curve. You yeah, know, that's, for that's, everybody. That's why there's so much variety, right. especially at the at the top level. You have exactly. all that customization. It's it's because there's not just one. Um, all right, now let's move on to a couple different things. I th- I'm I think these things are correlated, but I am very ignorant on this. <laughs> Kick point. Okay. I, I know I've asked you about this before. I still, I I don't think I really know what okay. it is. Um, and and is kick point. I think it's it's um affected by like the weave, right? And like how the stick is built. Yeah. Is, is to, like, to a degree. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like, um, if they're separate, we can talk about them separately, but. I like to go into kick point, and then I like to go into um, like construction. Of yeah, stick, like a which, build. Yeah. yeah, and the construction, I guess, also goes to um, the sort of like the performance of it. Yeah, performance, weight. You know, like kind of gets. That's into really that. what that. And and I'll tell you, like, just for preliminary, I'm no expert. You know, I know that I know some of the terms that I. You know, it's kind of like an inherent thing, but so kick points. Um, you know. The major brands have three. I think, you know, maybe Warrior. I'm trying to think if they have three still. They might only so have like two. I guess, I guess let's go back to um, before composite sticks were here mm-hmm. and there was just like wood sticks. Like, like did, like the kick point doesn't, you can't change it on a wood stick, right? Not necessarily. I think, I think if it did, it was inadvertent. Right. Um, I don't think it was like a developed. I don't think it was like a unknowingly developed technology because you know you had true wood sticks. You had wood sticks that had fiberglass that made the the stick able to. Because like kick points are flex. A fairly new technology that they're yeah. That, especially in advertising, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, it is, it, and that's go more towards a personalized aspect that we were kind of talking about last episode, where you know gear now is so it has such a high ability to be. Personalized, not necessarily right. customized, but personalized. Well, personalized. Yeah. You know, to how you play. That's why. That's why it's such a big, a big industry and yeah. such a big, you know, choice and why things are so expensive and, uh, or can be so expensive. Um, so like with wood sticks, you know, like a true true wood stick, zero, you know, zero fiberglass or anything like that, it's just gonna flex where it flexes. That's just kind of where it is. Most likely in the middle. It's just right. a true piece of so, physics, so, so it's, right? It's, it's gonna, gonna have gonna just be an even flex yeah. throughout the shift. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna flex right in the middle of that shaft. The weakest point is where it's gonna be moving. That one's just pure physics. It's just basic. There's no contortion to it. There's no uh, relic. There's yeah. Right. Um, add a little fiberglass in there. Now you're changing structures, right? Now you're changing. It's not just wood. Now you've got other tinsel tensile strength in there that maybe is beefing up closer to the blade um you know and so now all of a sudden the weakest point is higher up on the stick which is essentially the pretense to these carbon fiber sticks and why they can change their flexes you know they're they're the tensile strength in certain areas is higher and lower to to physically change where that weak point is um 
So I wish I had like a good comparison, so, but I don't. Right. So so the kick point is where it flexes. Yeah. The most naturally. Yeah. Naturally flexes yeah. the most. I don't know. Maybe not the most because, you know, even in like a newer stick with a lower flex point, like with a low kick, you know, you're gonna get that kick out of the lower part of the stick, but you're still gonna flex, and it might still even right. flex the most um, in the center, but. So so to like dumb it down to like like a different word structure, mm-hmm. would um, kick point be where the whippiness is? Yeah, that's a good way to think. So about it's it. like it's like yeah. whippy or lower, or it's like whippy more in the middle. Yeah, or like whippy more up top. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to kind of maybe differentiate between flex, and because flex you're gonna get the most flex where that bottom hand is because yeah. it's just physics. That's where you're putting the most energy, the most power, and so that's just where it's going to end up. Um, you know, just that's just how it works. But, you know, you're going to get that extra tribute. I like to kind of think of it as like a vapor stick. It's got a low kick. So you're doing those quick shots, those quick in stride, you know, coming out of a turn shots. You're going to get a lot more out of the lower half, and you're going to get that kind of, yeah, that whip. You know, the extra little whip of that bottom half of the blade that maybe you don't want um, as a defenseman loading up a giant slap shot. It's going to change your timing a little bit. It's going to change the way that puck explodes off of there. And as a defenseman, like, you really should be looking at, like, a supreme stick that can really kind of load up that maximum power type shot into the middle of the shaft and really, really kind of generalize that energy into into the shot rather than the quickness of it, you know, into the power of it. So, And... And this is speaking just about one piece sticks, right? Right, right, yeah. I mean, which is pretty much all we see now. Yeah, yeah. The, you're not gonna um, see too many uh, two piecers or anything like that. I know some people still kind of get the shot. You're gonna lose a lot of that those attributes out of uh, out of a two piece. Um, you know, you can still buy the Supreme, the vape, you know, that kind of stuff. On, I'm sure there's places you can find them. Um, but you're not going to get the same performance out of it. Now, right. now cost-wise, they're great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, even yeah, then, though, like... You don't even see them that often. Yeah, anymore, yeah. Right? even I then think. you're paying... If you're going a full composite setup, like 110 right. bucks for the <clears throat> shaft, 60 bucks for the for the uh, blade, and, yeah. you know, I don't know. Might I, as well I, just, yeah. just buy a, a one-piece. Yeah, I think if you're worried about performance, if you don't give a shit, then, then you don't give a shit. And yeah. at that point, if you don't give a shit, buy a... Buy a forty dollar one piece stick. Yeah. That's, so, that's, that's me. That guy doesn't give a shit. Like this one, this one shoots. Okay, good. Thank are, you. Are there goals in it? No. Yeah. No never, goals. Never, never take the top off. You let all the goals out. Yeah. Buy a stick. Buy a stick with goals in it. That's that's the first thing you yeah. should do. Always, always ask the pro shop attendant if there's goals in it. They love yeah. it. Yeah, they absolutely love uh, it. Ask them if, if you can reload it with skulls or if there's a goal add-on because if you buy a punch card, yeah. I think I think some places offer a punch card. So yeah, you buy them. You got to go in and buy a roll of tape and a goal right. before each before each pickup. You yeah, and <clears throat> see, I've always bought my sticks um, empty. Oh, see, that's see, I, I buy the stick with yeah. with zero goals. It's used. Yeah. All the goals are gone. Then I buy my stick. Well, that's probably why you get such a good deal. And that's why that's why I do. See, yeah. I can't pay it. I can't afford the goals. <laughs> I can't afford the, the goals. goals. Is the the expensive okay. part? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can see where that would come in. All right. Um, anything we haven't really covered with with the sticks yet? Um, well, I think I think let's let's uh let's take a second and get into what what the kick points are. I mean, okay. yeah, I think I think like, you know. 
just talking about it is, is great to bring up the questions, but I think like a little bit of knowledge is power and why not, you know? So there's going to be like three flex points. You're going to have a low, a mid and a variable or a hybrid, you know, so that depending on the company, uh, whatever their name for it is, but you know, we use Bauer. So, so variable and hybrid are the same. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we have three different kinds. I think CCM uses hybrid Bauer uses variable. I could be wrong. And that, you know, maybe I am wrong, but those are pretty much like you get the gist of it, like that it's not truly one or the other. Right. Um, so, you know, vapor, um, in, in Bauer and, um, the rib core line and CCM, those are going to be your low kick sticks. Uh, I'm going to be for, you know, your, your whippiness is going to come out of the lower end of the blade or, or of the shaft. Um, you know, going to be really great for like quick shots um if you like a stiff shaft you know you know <laughs> <laughs> um yes. you know but like if you, if you don't like that like whippy you know you've all had we've all had um you know lots lots of shaft jokes <laughs> to come so uh forgive us for being yeah. immature but we, we, uh, yeah i mean we all know those flaccid shaft yeah. feel yeah. you know i mean it affects more guys than right than we think i think yeah you know? it's, it's a real issue and yeah. uh, I'm, I'm glad it's being I know addressed it's, more today i think so too and there's no shame in in, in feeling like no your, your shaft is is too flaccid yeah you go, know i mean you, you can always go back to easton buy yeah. one of those metal ones and, uh, <laughs> and you'll have Titanium. a nice you have a nice yeah. stiff shaft <laughs> but it's true that's like you know if you like that kick a little bit lower and, and maybe you have no idea but you know if you feel like your stick's kind of noodly and, and that kind of thing especially like very Right. After recently, after you bought it and that kind of thing, maybe you're using something that you you don't like it to be. Um, so yeah, you know, and I I've, I've tried a few of those. I I they're not my favorite, but I think they're performance wise they're pretty good. Um, I think the next one that's been in the game for a while are the are the mid kicks. So it's gonna be like your Supremes or your or your Super Tax line. Um, you know the goldy yellow kind of right. ones that seem to be pretty consistent with that. Uh, those are going to be like we were talking about earlier, the, the, the quote unquote defenseman sticks where you're really loading up a lot of power in those shots. Um, your, your flex point or your whippy point is going to be near the middle of the stick, you know, where your slap shot hand, low hand is going to be, um, you're really loading in the full pa- you know, the full power of those shots. Um, you're not going to get a great feel out of like, you know, one footed wrist shots, you know, that you see a lot of the guys, um, you know, use, you know, you do see a lot of, uh, Jack Eichel does use a, a Supreme stick, but when you watch him shoot, he really loads up a shot. He doesn't really shoot off of his front foot. He doesn't shoot in stride a whole lot. You know, he's using a very, I don't want to say very old, but an older technique of shooting where you're really loading up a full power wrist shot. And that's why he, you know, uses that. So it's not necessarily only for defensemen. Um, but you know, it, it caters to a type of shot to get the most performance out of it. Uh, and so a lot of people don't don't like the feel of that stick because of that. You know they feel like their wrist shots are dying because of it because they, you have to push harder in a, in a more awkward spot to get that full power out of it. And so in a comp- comparison model like a vapor or a nexus, uh, you're not getting as hard of a shot. If like I said before, if you're not changing any of the mechanics, right? Um, which brings me to the final one, the the, the nexus or the or the jet speed line, um, with CCM. You're gonna be that hybrid variable kick stick where you know, maybe the verbiage is wrong coming out of my mouth now, but you know, essentially it flexes where you where you want it to, or where like where you tell it to. You know, it has the most whippiness out of like the entire shaft. It's just kind of where that 
you'll feel it the most where your bottom hand is, which is which is a lot of fun. Um, you know, coming out of turns and shooting, you know, maybe your hands aren't where they, you know, if your shooting coach is watching you, he'd probably be like, hey, what the fuck are you doing with your hands? <laughs> you know, but you're still getting a great shot out of it. And, um, you know, I, yeah. yeah, I don't have a shooting coach, so, uh, <laughs> so no one's telling me where my hands go. They're watch, definitely in the wrong spot. Pull up a little live barn and, and see what, yeah. kind of break you down here. Yeah, my shot's um, probably atrocious. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a ton of fun to kind of look at that stuff. I know CCM has like a shot analyzer that they'll, they'll use at some of their stores and stuff. They can kind of tell you, I don't think they're going to get really much coaching out of it, but at least right. you could see it, you know, and see, you know, your hands out in front of you, you get in the full flex, so, shifting weight, So I'm interested, this is, this might be very specific to me or it might be very helpful. Depends on the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess like, well, my question is, is I tend to go a little bit higher flex than what we were talking about earlier, half mm-hmm. your body weight. Um, so I usually go a little bit above that. Um, and a reason I do that is because I like the stiffer feel yeah. of the stick, um, especially when catching passes and, and launching shots. I don't really like it to be super whippy or like move too much on me, yeah. like the stick. I, I want to be like really in control of it. And so I'm wondering, like the question is, if I move down a flex, but find a stick, I guess, that's got that higher kick, yeah. is it is it going to feel less of that whip on my blade when I'm like catching quick passes or, or taking the, the wristers? Yeah, I mean, there's, as you, that's it, such a, I don't want to say it's a loaded question, but it, right. it's hard to answer because there's no true answer to it. Um, the... I think and the thing is that's why I'm curious. Like, yeah. <clears throat> like how how do they correlate? To right. Each so other? if you have I guess one, is the is the deeper yeah. question. Well, it's you know like I I like the question because it it really gets into what people are dealing with is right. they want to change one thing and when you change a stick you feel like there's you're changing two three four different things about it now all of a sudden there's all these new variables and and did it fix that maybe it did you know maybe right. it did fix like your your shot right. You say you want to, you know, you want to keep that that stiff feel, but you want a little bit better shot out of it. Maybe a little bit more whip or whatever. Maybe you're getting that, but now you lost the the feel. And there's always some give and take to it. And so what you're trying to do is find that transition that's going to keep as much the same and, as possible, but right. change the thing you want to change. And, it, and it's also super, um, super relevant because you can't go and buy ten sticks, right? You can't go. Okay, I got the. Yeah. I got the 87 flex, P88, yeah. Li6, low right. kick, like, and then yeah. you want that same one, which is with the high kick, right. like, and then you go, oh, okay, well, maybe that's not it, so, like, change the flex, yeah. okay, maybe that's not it, change the, like, now you're five, six, seven sticks later. Yeah, it's true. And, um, and if you don't have the opportunity to really, like, play with it and right. feel it, because sometimes it can take a while, right? So, yeah. like, like, you can't tell just in the store taking a couple oh, shots. Oh, for sure. You really yeah. need to, like, If ever. It. Yeah. <laughs> And so I guess like how do you like how do you take that like that's that's I guess yeah. like the question I'm asking is right. like what what one move do I make, um you know. And like specifically, and, and yeah, right. Well, like, and like wood changing, like if I let's say I go to, Sam using uh, I think Bauer they meant sevens right. It's like eighty seven yeah. to like a seventy seven yeah. flex, yeah. but then like, if if the kick's a high kick, mm-hmm. like is it. Is that whippiness the same as if I change eighty seven to seventy seven with a low kick? Right. Yeah, I mean, I think I think like you can you can kind of get those 
I don't, like they're almost like a half change, right? right? Like you almost like, you know, like going from say a variable kick, which a lot of people think are like noodly, right? So say you say you're in like a Nexus, you know, eighty seven flex, um, whatever whatever curve, right? And you just want a little bit more stability in the shaft, but you don't want to lose any of your shot, yeah. right? So maybe a comparable stick for you is gonna be like a Vapor seventy seven flex same curve you know etc because the shaft is going to be a little bit stiffer except right. for the bottom so you're still and 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 you're going down a flex too so it's a little bit easier to flex get that performance out of it um without sacrificing and then, and then the, that, your performance out of it and then right? that you're moving from a variable kick point to, to to the low kick to a low kick yeah okay. so, so you're getting that you're still getting that shot that same like shot speed um but your your shaft is feeling a little bit stiffer yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we will never not laugh. At that. <laughs> so it, it is. It, it's all. It's all kind of a. Not that I want to say it's a guessing game because there's yeah. some there's some research behind it. It's just if you've never tried something, you don't really know how you're gonna react to it. Right. I'll and throw I, a little plug out there. I, I think, think that's that's all it is though, right? Yeah. It's like you got you got to try it. You yeah. got to try. You got to really do. You really do. And that's the only real way. Give to, it the good old to college try. Yep. You know. I love, um, you know, I'll throw a free plug out there for him. I love the website Sideline Swap. It's where I pretty much bought and sold all of yeah. my sticks. And actually, my next question kind of yeah. is going to relate okay, well, then to Sideline, too. All right, let's, let's hear it. Um, yeah, we'll just go right into it. Something you know a lot about that I've heard you talk about and other people don't know much about but are very curious because they don't know it exists right. is a stick that's painted as a different oh, stick. I love it. And when when you're shopping online, for instance, sideline swap or where have you, pro stock hockey, yeah, et cetera, how does how eBay. does someone like me who doesn't know anything about sticks <laughs> spot a stick that's painted different and go, oh, that's actually a Nexus? Okay, so there's there's pretty there's there's a surefire way, and then there's one that you can kind of use once you kind of get a little bit more into it. A lot of times you can tell by the by the weave pattern, and that's going to be like the checkering look on, most likely you're going to be able to see it on the blade. Sometimes you can see it through the paint on the shaft, sometimes um, you can't. Depending on how it's made. Right, yeah, sometimes they're a little bit more see-through, sometimes they're completely coated. Uh, but, you know, the blade is definitely a tall tale. So the bigger the checkering, so the larger the squares, the more performance-based that stick is going to be. Um, because what, what that is is the the... The bigger the squares means that there's less layers, uh, you know, to it, so, which is less material. So they're going to be using a material that's got a higher tinsel strength uh, to 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 be able to use less uh, to keep that that structural integrity, but right. keep the stick light. So super light, right? Yeah, and as those checkers, uh, that checkering gets tighter and tighter, um, they're using less expensive, um, you know, fiberglass. Um, I forget what the carbon other fiber. carbon fiber weave in there. Uh, it, basically, it's a it's a percentage of each, uh, because the carbon fiber is lighter, but it's not as strong. Fiberglass is heavier, but a lot stronger. So, um, you know, as you get cheaper and cheaper, well, cheaper or uh, you know, lower cost and lower cost in the sticks, uh, the heavier they're going to be because the that weave is a lot tighter and is using a lot more um, fiberglass in it, and that's where the cost right. difference in, or difference comes from, um, and the weight difference. So. Um, that's always a good little look. Um, it's not a surefire way though. So um, most sticks. So Bauer is the easiest, I think. Um, you know, if you have a pro stock stick, um, there's gonna be you know, either a name or you know or something on there that indicates who it's for. Sometimes it's a curve, uh, um, like a P twenty eight, P ninety two, just stamped on there. 
underneath you're going to have uh, probably like a six to eight digit code um, that's going to be the curved code uh, it's going to be like 1048-6 or something like that um, underneath that um, usually you have the flex so 70 you know anywhere from 60 55 even I've seen NCAA pro stocks come out 55 flex yeah. um, you know all the way up to 102 115 whatever it is um, and then underneath that that's your code so the code that you want that's gonna be on the very bottom uh, sometimes it'll be super easy to interpret you know it'll be 1n you know 1n 2.0 you know 1x 1x 2.0 fly light sometimes I'll spell it out for you sometimes there's some odd ones in there g3 um, s181 X uh, BG, BGP2B um, so those are going to be some that they a lot of times they release those for to NHL players before they release a stick to the market and so to keep it from being super obvious what it is uh, you know the most recent one is going to be the ADV build which I think people are starting to get you know a lot more information on um, which is that BGP2B build um, and so realistically I just google search the code yeah. say Bauer stick code copy paste yeah, because like me right now listening to you, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to you just went, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, so so call AJ and say, hey, here's the letters. <laughs> yeah, I send them in. Like, serious, send, send them to me. Why not? Send, send them to me, and I'll give you, I'll I'll reply back to you what it is. I'll do the work so, for you. I'll, I'll send it to me, G3 so, okay. build, you know. But like, we'll, let's, say, let's say like I'm on the, I'm on the website yeah. like looking at a stick. Like I, so I have to f find the code on the stick. Yep. And then interpret the code. Yeah. And make sure the code matches with the the paint job on the stick. Well, not necessarily. So so that's where the 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 code is going to tell you what the true build of the stick is. So, uh, and I might be wrong, but I think the G three build and like I said, it maybe I'm not exactly right, but it's like a Nexus one thousand build. So it's a top line Nexus stick from fucking six years ago. Um. So, but maybe it's painted like a fly light. Right. You know, and so now, are you going to pay $250 for what you think well, is a fly light, well, but is actually a Nexus 1000 that I people guess, are selling that's, for that's 80 what I'm bucks? Like, if I'm on there looking, yeah. right, and I go, oh, that's the stick I want. Yeah. Buy it. Like, yeah, see, that, and I think that's where people get lost on that is, and that's why, this, I mean, really, this is one of the big things that I really wanted to do this this podcast about was, was this specific topic in itself was... You know, I've seen people buy sticks online. You know, I don't. I'm not for sure. I don't want to call them out on it. Pro stock hockey, they might interpret the builds. I know at one point they didn't, and maybe they changed that. I haven't been on their website in probably a right. couple of years. Um, but I know, like you know, even on sideline swap, it's just individual sellers. They go to like an LA Kings pro stock sale. They buy yeah. six one S sticks, and well, yeah, like that's me. Like if I have my stick, yeah, I'm reading what's on yeah. the paint job to sell. It. Right. Yeah. I, and so I was not not duped. Excuse me, not duped, but I bought a one X, you know, twenty sixteen stick. Cool, I thought it was awesome. I get it, and things heavier than fuck. And I'm like, what the, you know, like yeah. I really thought that these sticks would be better than that. Come to find out, it's like this super custom build where it's a, a an X sixty a blade or a shaft with a one ninety five blade, and it's just fused together. So, so this, so wild. this is probably it's probably a pretty rare occurrence that this happens right like most sticks you're going to see are not going to be painted differently than what they are well correct pro, talking or, pro stock pro I, stock is well, different so really you're going to if you're getting NHL pro stock is where you need to be wary um, right. any any minor league team any minor pro even AHL and below 
they're not going to be painting it different because you're not having um, poster boys out there using something that they aren't advertising. Right, there's less like money. Yeah, so like East stuff. Coast League, you know, any any league that's sponsored by, by a brand, it's going to be what it is pretty much. They Now, there's some stuff that will be, you know, maybe it's a Supertext 2.0, but truly it's a trigger. Uh, but it's going to be of the same time period pretty right. much for the most point you know maybe they just want to show that more people are using the 2.0 because they're starting to drop on sales on it so they start painting them 2.0s and giving them to guys and having them on tv and that kind of thing so generally you're going to get something pretty equivalent to what it's painted as now when you get to the nhl it, it's that's where it's up in the air sometimes it is exactly what it's painted as and like like gabe landeskog i love the guy um, you know, I'm a big Avs fan, so I've you know I've been to games, checked out their pro stock sales. He uses a pretty much a P ninety two clone. Um, I don't think it's really any different, if at all. And uh, he liked the he he you know likes the uh, Nexus build. Um, this year, I'm not exactly sure, but you know I saw sticks from him from last year, and pretty much since the one end came out, um, that's been his stick. And so you know he's been if you look at pictures, you know he's been in. A lot of vapor sticks uh, but they're all built as a nexus stick just painted as vapor and I think it's just because Bauer wants him to be shown using a vapor stick and what that deal is I have no fucking clue right but I know that like but he uses I mean but at one point he used a nexus stick painted as that nexus stick you know in the NHL so at one point you could buy that stick Landis Cock Pro Stock and it was what it was painted for but as time goes on, it's so, changed. So as as a consumer, mm-hmm. you want to be wary of pro stock. And you do. Especially NHL pro especially stock. Especially NHL pro stock. And so um, then, then yeah. that's where you're kind of getting it. Yeah, from. right. You can get an old, like Patrick Kane uses a Total One. You know, a, yeah. the Bauer Total One but, stick. And, but he's always, always got a, the newest but if it's not, vapor. But if it's not labeled pro stock, so your chances are pretty low of it being something different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If it's if it's got you know a, a retail stamp on it, um, you know th- it's gonna be what it's painted as. Okay. It, you know, if you're not getting NHL pro stock, East Coast League, AHL, even junior like junior hockey stuff, you can get a ton NCAA even too. Um, you know, most of the time they just have the build code on it. Yeah. Most of those people they don't they don't really <laughs> care about repainting those. It's the it's the marketing okay. of the NHL is what's going to change yeah. that. So buying pro stock, you just want to make sure to check the build code. Yeah. Just make sure it aligns with what you're looking to get out of that stick. You know. Yeah. And then you're good to go. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Well, there goes an hour of your life. La, 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 la.